0: Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. This is Sheila. This is Monica. This
1: is Leanne. We are the Satellite Sisters. You are listening to Satellite Sisters To Go. Welcome to
2: Satellite Sisters. I'm Leanne Dolan in Pasadena, California on a beautiful Tuesday morning, October 22nd. I am joined by my sister Julie Dolan in Dallas, Texas. Hey, Jewel. Hey, Leanne, you know, it's equally beautiful here today. It's something about October. Oh, nice weather all around the country. Well, really, did you see the pictures of Minneapolis? Because they were getting their first snow of the, of the year.
1: Sorry.
2: Sorry. Our hearts Sorry. go out to you. <laughs> Sorry, Quincy. Okay. Thoughts and prayers.
1: Maybe, the- maybe, maybe
0: they like snow, Leanne.
2: I guess so. I guess so. We are the satellite sisters. You can always find us at satellitesisters.com. We do two podcasts a week now. Thanks for the support. It's been great to get the nice letters. Uh, Julie and I are the Tuesday crew because, well, uh, we're available. And then other sisters show up on the weekends. Um, but we do have three other sisters, Liz, Sheila, and Monica. And uh, apparently they're working today. So we just get to have fun here and we have a full show planned. Uh, Tuesdays, these Tuesday shows, Jewel, they're shaping up to be a lot of fun, aren't they?
0: Lee and I look forward to it. I know I save stuff and I look forward to talking to you and I know we've got a jam-packed show today. We're going to be talking about trends and scary
2: symptoms and uh, and I have some picks and pans later in the show too. Good and we're going to give you an update. Last week we vowed that we were going to attempt to do the five things super successful people do before 8 a.m. So we're going to give you an update on that but first Just one news story this morning really caught my eye, Julie, and that was uh, the fact that CeeLo Green, the singer and judge on The Voice, has been um, actually charged with putting ecstasy in a woman's drink last year while they had dinner in a downtown L.A. restaurant. So prosecutors are not going to charge him with the more serious crime of rape, but boy, this certainly takes the fun out of uh, CeeLo Green, doesn't it?
0: Absolutely. It was really surprising because that show is such a big hit. And he is in all of the judges are incredibly likable. And certainly, I wasn't that familiar with CeeLo Green, but have come to enjoy watching him on the show and watching him support the young singers. So to Have this sort of these awful charges uh, brought against him, and obviously he's innocent until proven guilty,
2: um, is really uh, very troubling. Yeah, the victim alleged that she was having dinner with him in a restaurant in Los Angeles, and then the next thing she remembers, like, she was naked in a hotel room. And so uh, I guess they didn't have enough evidence for rape charges, but they have charged him with putting ecstasy, or what it's now called Molly's, a more uh, more dangerous form of ecstasy, in uh, her drink. And if he's convicted, he could get up to four years in prison. And he does have kind of like a happy-go-lucky, lovable personality, and he had that great song, Forget You, a couple years ago, a huge hit. Um, But this really – Makes me think quite differently of him, even though I know he is innocent he until is innocent proven. Because
0: you don't know, you know, maybe maybe this is a woman who's, you know, seeking select, you know, celebrity, bringing false charges against him. Right, I mean, right. When you hear stories like this, it's it, you know, uh, particularly involving celebrities. You just you really have to step back and say, hey, wait, you know, let's see what what's happening.
2: But his well, attorney Blair Brooke used the comments that they shared the drug, which is different than, you know, dropping it in her um in her drink, but this week, Katie Curry, Katie Couric on her show did, or last week, did a whole episode on this Molly. And Julie, it's probably not something that you and your, (laughs) you and your husband... Are around a lot. But no, no, remember, we
0: don't do a lot of
2: that. <laughs> you know, remember how <laughs> ecstasy had kind of a benign reputation? It was a club drug. It was actually legal for quite a while, like in the 90s. And it was one a drug that was just supposed to make you feel good and stay up all night and, and dance. Well, it has morphed into this much darker drug called Molly. And the reason it's darker is because it's often cut with things like heroin or rat poisoning. Uh, so right. um so well, it's
0: I, I thought it was pretty dark to begin with. I never I missed the stage when <laughs> ecstasy was, as you put
2: it, some feel, kind
0: of gentle drug, feel good drug. Feel but good I, club
2: I, drug. You you yes, guys weren't I, doing a lot of feel-good club drugs in the nineties. I, I doubt you were either Leanne. So no.
0: I know you're trying to be cool, but uh but nonetheless nonetheless, it's it's an illegal drug. And uh and I know you don't take many of those. Okay. <laughs> All right, but that's so so, worse now that it's cut with, yeah. Well, under-
2: apparently now it is just an essential part of uh, of going to these raves and going to these electronic music parties. And the New York Times ran an article this week about uh, how Molly has just become like the drug of choice of young urban professionals that can help you stay up all night. So they're taking it and working all night. And it's, oh, if we celebrate a big deal, everyone's going to take Molly. But Katie Couric had on her show, of a you know a sophomore from the University of Virginia that had taken it and died of a drug overdose it was one of those com- incredibly heartbreaking stories she was going to an electronic uh, music party in DC and with a bus full of her friends from UVA and she took the drug and, uh, you know, within 24 hours, she was dead from a drug overdose. So it is not benign at all. And it's very addictive, apparently this drug often, because it is cut with like cocaine. So, so, uh, or, or heroin. So anyway, it was, I was surprised to see this headline about CeeLo Green. So I have to keep so an eye on still
0: that. Show, he's still, still the, the show hasn't released any information about whether he will stay
2: on the show. No, uh, no, or, no, okay. I haven't seen any of that. I've never seen that show. So, uh, but again, you he's seen the voice, Leon. Come on, it's I, fun. You know, I know. I just more fun than illicit drugs, Leon. Okay. All right. And just one other unfun note on Katie Couric today though. She's starting, as I said, to do some hard news stuff. I'm glad she's listening to me. It's much more interesting to see her, you know, tackle difficult subjects than um than talk to, you know, Duck Dynasty. Um but today, Julie, she's talking to um She's talking about the the fake purses and how that is one of like the most horrible human rights situations in the world. When you buy your fake Louis Vuitton purse and you think it's no big deal, those actually come from some of the factories in the world that have the worst human rights violations and also it funds like illegal crime cartels. So today she's going to talk about that on her show. Just a programming note.
0: I think that's a good thing. Leanne. you know, I have bought some copy bags in my lifetime, okay? I I I have and but once I don't think I ever realized where that came from. I know I didn't. But once that I realized that, you know, that it was part of the terrorist network that the proceeds from these copy bags ends up going to, you know, terrorists around the world, that was it, you know. Uh never again. Uh and I'm I'm I know you
2: are the one that told me that when you lived in Thailand, you learned that. And then you told me that. And now I just tell everyone when they were like, oh, I got this great bag on Canal Street. Well, it's not really a great bag. And here's why. I mean, I would just rather carry a Lance and tote bag, frankly, <laughs> than a fake Chanel, right?
1: Yes,
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Leanne, you know, we have to check in because we were going to, um, we were going to... Oh, that's right. I forgot okay. where we were going. Attributes. See, okay, well, this is good because I'll give my report first because it has something to do with forgetfulness. Five at- attributes of highly successful people, what they do in, you know, before 8 a.m., Well, here's the thing. I was away this weekend. I was with some girlfriends, and we were off the grid. We didn't really have, you know, cell phones, or we didn't we didn't have Wi-Fi. So I could only remember the first three (laughs) (laughs) actions. I knew it was something about exercise, getting up early, and eating a good breakfast. Okay, but the two things that I had to work on. I was like I thought it was something with visioning, and the fifth attribute I had no idea, so obviously I did nothing on the fifth av- attribute and um and I was very weak in the visioning area, so I guess i have I have failed to break through to uh to becoming a highly successful person all right here are the five
2: the okay. five things, according to Ford magazine, that really successful people do just you were really not even close, frankly, I all was- right. You're- Oh, oh, no, no. Exercise okay. was one of them. You have to get up before eight. You have to eat a healthy breakfast. You have to exercise. You're supposed to visualize some of your tasks for the day. right? Yeah, Just, so whatever that may be, if it's giving a presentation, you're supposed to visualize that. If it's writing something, you're supposed to visualize that. You're supposed to make essentially a to-do list, a careful plan of your day. And then you're supposed to top load that to-do list with the really (laughs) odious tasks that you hate doing. Okay.
1: That
0: was the top loading. Oh. <laughs> God. So no. I was a little tortured that I could not remember what the fifth item was.
2: Okay, so well, how did you do? I was Julie, it was like the minute the words got out of my mouth I'm gonna do this, I did the complete opposite. I got less <laughs> done in the last week before eight AM than I normally do. It was like I was glued to the couch and my coffee maker I'm I found I had the complete opposite effect. I was, I did not even inspire myself. I couldn't, I couldn't do, do anything. A performance, a performance anxiety thing, Leanne, or what? what I don't be- know what it was. Maybe i just don't really want to be very successful. Now we had a very lively debate on the Facebook page and several people noted like Tara, who's a single mom. She said, really? Seriously? single mom with a toddler. No way I can do that before 8am. She said she's happy if she can just get the diaper changed, the milk in the sippy cup and the clothes on and keep him from killing himself while I shower. All right, Tara. You're I t- think
0: that's a, five, that's a highly successful day. You're nope.
2: totally excused. Totally excused. Uh, most people did not do very well with this. Um, I like Lila Burns. Okay. This is what she said. She's been a teacher for 36 years, a first grade teacher. So instead of trying to do those, five things before eight o'clock she was giving herself the no bell peace prize no space (laughs) b-e-l-l she said that's it no bells anymore for me i'm not trying to get anything else done i can do whatever i want whenever i want it okay lila good for you and then my favorite comment came from Teresa smith she said what if i visualize the other four things does that count?" And that's kind of where I was like, I thought I should go exercise, but uh, never really made it off the couch. I thought even if I just do a couple of sun salutations, does that count? Nothing. I didn't get anything done. You know, a couple of days I watched Nashville in the morning. I did, like, yeah. I did have to review Top Chef because I'm doing a, you know, a weekly roundup on Top Chef now. So I'd watched it the night before, but I had to review it the next day while I was writing my Top Chef. But I got nothing done on the list. I, I just, I was a complete fail. And I, I think it was the 8 a.m. deadline. Like, if I had given myself till 9, I think I would have been fine.
0: Really? I, yeah, because... I don't think it the 8 a.m. deadline. I just, I maybe... I don't know. I mean, maybe we weren't meant to
2: do these. Things. Maybe we're not that. We're not meant to be very successful people. I okay. do think that very successful people means you're not like making lunch for your kids or uh, doing stuff like that in the morning. Cause that does, you know, I have to drive my son to school before eight. I have to get him up, make him breakfast, make him lunch. So that's why I kind of need till nine to do everything. Cause okay, I, okay. I, I will do it all till nine. So maybe this week I'll just extend, give myself that extra hour. What do you think? Well, I just think these
0: people are incredibly self-centered. Uh, maybe they're not giving enough of themselves, these highly successful people. It's just me, 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 all before 8 o'clock. It's only about them, okay? And most of us, right, we have other people in our lives. Right. We have animals. You know, we have, we, have, we have children. We have husbands. We have partners. We have, we have people, okay? Yeah.
2: Okay, so me, me me, i who I think this what I just day- don't want to do the odious tasks like all week long <laughs> i I kept saying, Oh, there, I have to do my expense reports from when I was traveling, and I need to get those in and is there anything worse than expense reports? No, nothing, nothing worse, <laughs> So did I do it all week? No, I just tortured myself over the stupid expense reports. What is wrong with me? <laughs>
0: Okay. Okay. Enough. Enough pity. We have to move on. The pity party's over because today is Tuesday, Lian. And you know what day uh, Tuesday is? That's the day we get to talk about trends. We love trends. Right. Cause you don't really, again, you don't, it's not an odious task. You don't have to vision, you know, envision it. You can just, we can just react. So I, I've picked out some good trends and I really want your take on whether or not you think this, these are going to be big hits. Okay, here's the first one that I came across. It's um, it's an American company, and they have started up an operation, and it's in multiple cities around the around the country. It's the running of the bulls in the United States. So, okay. so you know the running of the bulls in Pamplona, Spain. You know we've all seen pictures of that, and that's that is a you know it's a you know long term tradition where they. Everybody wears white and with the red um, sashes and they run in the streets with the bulls. And every year, several tourists get gored and that's it. You know. Right. So, right. Now there's an outfit in the United States um, uh, that, is, that is doing the same thing. And what do you think about that? I mean, that they are going to run. They're going to have bull runs where you can run in front of the bulls, you know, in Atlanta or in Southern California. They're having one in the spring lean, They're going to have a couple in Texas, up in the Northeast, all over the place.
2: I think this is second only to those mud races that have swept the country. Now, this is for people who did the mud races. And now when pikers like me are getting into mud racing, I'm not. But I mean, people like me, they have to move on to something else. So now they're going to be running with the bulls. I I am surprised, actually, animal activists haven't gotten on this. It looks terrible, the running of the bulls. It looks so stupid. Why would you, like, make up a fake tradition? I'm not on board with this trend, Julie. Julie. Okay, okay, that's good. All right, I have my second trend for you,
0: Leanne. This is one, because I know you're interested. You're out there in Pasadena and you've got the Jet Propulsion Lab. And uh, this is one that I just thought you might be able to get on. So let's say you're not going to um, do the rocket ship into space. There is another company based out of Arizona and they are developing a high altitude balloons so that you can take... A space trip in a hot air balloon, Liam. Think about this, that you can, they expect to be able to transport up to eight passengers to an altitude of about 100,000 feet. <laughs> Are you in on this? They think it's going to cost about $75. And $75? $75,000. Okay.
2: I was like, well, $75 is a very reasonable cost. <laughs> to go up at 100,000 feet? Yes. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we we love Osea skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who... Bring a touch of something special to your life. Aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSISTERS at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. (laughs) Visit framebridge.com or see a local framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. You can't even yes, do a zipline for that.
0: Okay. No, I wrote my notes 75 like 75k. So uh Seventy five thousand dollars. And the idea, the goal of this company is to bring space to the masses as much as they can. So you can't you know, there's not enough. They can't cram enough people into these rocket ships. But they do believe that they're going to be able to get they're they're building this pressurized gondola for up to eight people. And it's going to have windows. Oh, so it's not going to be open. <laughs> it's no, not no. Gonna,
2: you're you're not not going to be like a Wizard of Oz balloon.
0: No, Liam. Because you're at a hundred thousand feet, you'd be conscious if you, were, if you were in the Wizard of Oz. So it's more of a gondola that's going to have big windows. Uh, it's, it's going to feature some life support systems, which seems seems very helpful yes. because you know there are extreme temperatures and sort of blood boiling conditions that uh, that you might have to face in terms of that. But uh, and it can be up for six up to six hours. For, for the space ride in in the balloon
2: yeah, you-, you know it appeals to me uh, less than the actual capsule there 's something less safe about a balloon because it could just pop, but I get I, I, none of this space travel appeals to me well that leon it 's interesting you say that because what this article
0: said that the biggest challenge yes. does involve. The reliability of the huge balloon. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Then I'm not an idiot. <laughs> no, you're not. Lynn. No, you You have. You have put your finger on what some of the issues are. But I think it, it's called Paragon Space Development out of Tucson, Arizona, and you may want to get involved with that. I mean, that's a new trend, uh, and I. And you could be the first sister to go up because I. I I'm not. I'm not <laughs> going. Up all right. Third trend I have for you today, Lynn, and this, I, I, I don't know, I think it could be controversial, um, but it was a big story in the Wall Street Journal about how some major food companies, food giants like Kraft and General Mills, they are, they are trying to target men in grocery stores. As men culturally shop more for grocery stores, they are working on creating food items that they call our manfluencers.
2: <laughs> I love stupid terms like that. Oh, you do. That's just <laughs> manfluencer. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Okay. And okay. it's hard to say. But okay, some manfluencers. Let's hear about so, them, Jewel. Okay, so these are products that are going to appeal to men,
0: That and that is going to that it's going to drive them to the grocery store to get, for example, cider with a, a stronger alcohol contact, uh, content, like a hard cider. That could that could really get your husband uh, to do the grocery shopping, what do you think? Or how about they also believe that strong um, black cold brewed tea, uh, cold brewed <laughs> coffee are, are is something that men like, or Velveeta cheese they really believe cheese and shells. They think this is another <laughs> item that they can really target and push more men into the grocery store. So my question to you, Leanne, is do you want because I know grocery stores really are you're they're your bailiwick, right? That, yes, they are yeah. they are your world. You go I think you go every day to feed those um those college age teenage kids of yours, right? Yeah, almost, uh, and like literally every other day. Okay. Uh so do you want to see more men in, uh, seeking out these manfluencers
2: in grocery stores? No. I mean, you know why, Julie, because they just gum up the aisle. And they just, they, because they don't go in regularly and I'm most men that I, I don't see a lot of men shopping in grocery stores. I have to say they're usually the second banana on the shopping team if they're coming and they just tend to gum up the aisles because they're not used to moving through with the alacrity that professional shoppers like myself do. On the other hand, like... I would be interested. Maybe the whole operation would move more efficiently if more men were involved there. <laughs> so I, I can't explain why I feel like grocery stores have slowed to a halt, except, of course, in Pasadena, where we all have to bring our own stupid bags. And so the bagging process now takes about a thousand times longer than it used to when they used the uniform bags. But I'm not sure Velveeta cheese is the way to go about getting men into grocery stores. Why? Why? They like it. They like
0: to make nachos. I don't know, Leon. I mean, I you know, but but so what you're saying is that women have just put up with poor service. We have.
2: I I think we. I mean, I think we're just. Well, I think the service has dropped off in the last ten years in grocery stores, and I I think they have very small margins, and they've cut the staff to the absolute bare minimum in a lot of grocery stores. And don't even get me started on the deli department. And and they cater to a lot of people who are doing small shopping, you know, now not the big shopping. But here's what I see when my husband goes to the grocery store. He doesn't envision the totality of the situation. Like, he's very targeted (laughs) in his shopping. Like, he goes in and gets the deodorant, the Velveeta cheese, and one tomato, you know. And my feeling is if you're going in, never come out of a grocery store without milk. Like, that's my golden (laughs) rule. Just always get milk. Get milk. Get paper towels. Get right. more toilet paper. You know, you're gonna use, you're gonna go through. Get right. three tomatoes and not one. So I I don't know. I, I I wish you would do more shopping, but on the other hand, it, I don't think it would get me anywhere. I think I'd still need to go shopping more.
0: <laughs> I think you're right.
2: Okay, Liam. Third, uh, our fourth and final
0: item: Halloween trends for this year. How oh, great. This? Okay, right, this is what you have what you have to look forward to. Um, I already have some strong opinions about this. Like, if you show up at my house in this costume, you're not getting candy, okay? (laughs) And I'm going to reprimand your parents for putting you in that costume. But as you can imagine, uh, some of the big um, uh, Halloween trends for 2013, boom, Miley Cyrus, okay? Oh, no. See a lot of Miley Cyrus twerking costumes uh, coming, coming your way. And if you do... I see what I mean. Do I, you know? Maybe don't punish the child for being in the Miley Cyrus costume, but ta- or or if it's a teenager, you should take them aside and say, "Really, put some clothes on." And if they come up with their parents, that is one. So, Miley Cyrus is going to be big. Okay, here's another one: Breaking Bad um, costumes. Oh, no, okay. Dressed as Walter White, the crystal meth king. Again, no candy at my house. <laughs> you show up. In, as the crystal meth king okay i just think that's a terrible dark thing and uh and i, I don't i don't want to celebrate it and you're not going to get a Hershey's s'more at my house <laughs> okay. okay okay duck dynasty though that's going to be a winner yeah. you know and, and I, I look forward to it bring on the beards the camos the waiters whatever you want that that seems like it's going to be an easy peasy costume and you know that's going to be really cute on little toddlers to see <laughs> if the beards and the camo i don't like that <laughs> okay um vampires witches zombies all strong or they they expect them to be um to be good now here's a whole category lean and I, I have to say because my grandson has a water bottle with these Marvel comic heroes on it, mm-hmm. and I actually had to Google some of the, these <laughs> hero, heroes because I didn't know who Hawkeye was or
2: mm. Thor. Did you know Did you know who that was? No? Yeah, you know, Colin's really into comic book people. So oh. uh, if I – I mean, Thor I know. Hawkeye, yeah. I do – he reads a lot of comic books. So he – and he – Feels really passionately about their uh, their backstories and being true to them, and so whenever there's a new superhero movie that comes out, I have to hear about how yes, that was true to their story or not. So he's strongly opinionated on the uh, the comic book hero. So I'm pretty well versed in that, surprisingly.
0: Okay, so we're going to be ready for Hulk, Hawkeye and Thor when they come. Um, Despicable Me, Little Minions. Okay, I think they will be cute. Um, I'm going to be confused with Game of Thrones costumes. Okay, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to recognize anyone, and I'm probably going to think they're Marvel comic heroes. Uh, but- yes,
2: there is some Thor Game of Thrones crossover there, Julie, because there's a lot of animal fur involved in both.
0: Yeah, yeah, and um, I. They say that this is going to be a trend. I doubt we are going to see too many uh, Great Gatsby. Um, costumes. Oh well, it is
2: still on the bestseller list here. It is. The book okay. is still on the bestseller list in Los Angeles. So maybe if the high school crowd, maybe I, I would be suspicious, but I bet you'll see a few because it's okay. I, I, it is you know I bet you'll see a few. Which again, candy worthy costumes, way to go.
0: Okay, that yeah, they're definitely, and this one again, I see this more as an adult costume category. And uh, you know my strong opinions that I think Halloween is for children. But uh, I would make an exception in this case that they believe that Abby Shuto, the offbeat uh, forensic scientist from NCIS. Oh, right. They believe that there are going to be a lot of Abby Shuto costumes this year. (laughs) Now, I don't know why, because it's Ziva that went off the show. So I think if you were, you know, if you wanted to do a Ziva tribute, that you're going to get extra candy at my house if you come if you come as either Abby Shuto or Ziva, uh, I, I will give you extra candy.
2: Julie, I saw a Facebook picture from a friend of mine who lives in Dallas uh, and, and came to the, the book party there, Jill. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she and her friends put on, I thought, a very fun looking like ladies night out party called Witches and Wine. And everybody. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all- you go, well, fun right right away. I'm in on that. All the women had to come dressed as witches, which I think is really, that's a fun party. Okay. Okay. That sounds good. And
0: one last one that I, I just thought was super clever. And I thought that you uh, this is a good homemade costume. It's the shades of gray. And here's what the shades of gray costume is. That you go to Home Depot or Lowe's and you get all the paint sample paint, pieces oh. of paper in the gray gray category and you just and you stick them on yourself shades of gray okay that's pretty cute that's funny Okay, so that's a good costume. I, it's a free idea. I just gave it away, okay? Gave it
2: away. <laughs> well, I'm gearing up. You know, it's a big night at my house, so next week I'll do a report. I'm, I I you know, I do I dress as a witch every year, and I, I create the front of our house is the, the witch's house. So it has kind of a goth look to it. So I've accumulated a few more uh, scary crows and <laughs> um, creepy trees to add to the front of my house this year. So I'm pretty excited.
0: Pretty you know, I, I, you know, I object. I, I believe Halloween should be happy, happy Halloween. That's what, that's what it is. I don't like, I really don't like to scare the little children. I have a big happy inflatable pumpkin on my front lawn. Leon. <laughs> okay.
2: Liz summer is coming up and you know what that means? It means you're grilling,
1: you're grilling and for chilling sure. there yes. with your, with your butcher box. What, what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing, because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for a part of the summer,
2: Sign up today at ButcherBox.com slash sisters and use code SISTERS to choose your free-for-year offer, plus get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. <laughs> the book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else
1: is getting rave reviews?
2: It's personalization, Liz. For millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leon's. Okay? And I'm I'm using it. Mm -hmm. Pro's isn't just better for you. It's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E. Pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. We differ. <laughs> we differ then, Julie. Because yes, yes, I think I have a right to be a tiny bit scary. That's what I think. I think I enjoy scaring the kids uh and being known as the witch. Uh, I enjoy that very much. All right. Speaking of scary, this is funny because I i you know, I'm trying to save the magazine business one magazine subscription at a time. So I get Health Magazine, and it's actually a good magazine. It has a lot of good health stories. It always has an inspirational person on the cover, some good recipes, exercise stuff. It, it's a, a no fashion, which is what I like. So this month we have the, Miss, the beautiful Miss Julianne Moore on the cover, speaking of scary moms because she's in that new version of Carrie. And so I think they were trying to make us uh if you're a, if you're a hypochondriac make you feel better. So this title of this article was called scary symptoms you can relax about.
1: And really? I thought,
2: yeah, oh, I thought oh that's great. You know, we all, we all get a little nutty these days. We see something pop up on our body and you rush to Dr. Google and you see, oh my gosh, what is this? Oh no, this is what's happening. So I thought I could bring this information to the Satellite Sisterhood to relieve your mind of some scary symptoms that you really don't have to worry about. And honestly, Julie, almost every symptom, I think like, okay, now I'm paranoid about this symptom. (laughs) The article (laughs) has done the complete opposite of what it's supposed to do for me. Okay. First of all, it says, don't worry about painless lumps that appear beneath the skin and don't grow. All right. I don't know a big lump beneath the skin. That makes me nervous, doesn't it? I think that's terrible advice. Yes, you should
0: definitely go have that checked out. Well, it says when to
2: worry. Some lumps should be evaluated as soon as possible. Well, okay, then how are we going to know, right? (laughs) A scary lump is a scary lump. Of course, breast lumps should never be ignored. Lumps that are tender, warm, or red could be from underlying infections. Hard or fast-growing lumps should also be seen promptly. Well, that seems to how many, like, painless lumps then do people have? (laughs) I don't know, I didn't understand that, like, okay, now I'm worried. uh, how about this? Don't worry about bleeding, all right, well, I don't bleeding, really, don't you go to the head of the line
0: if you show up in an emergency room and you're bleeding? Oh, you know? it says I...
2: put pressure on the cut for five to ten minutes to see if you can get it to stop. if you can't or the two sides seem widely separated, you may need to get stitches. okay, well now I'm worried, you know <laughs> I need to get stitches, all right, so. So it does matter if you're bleeding. It's not that, no worry. And then, how about this? This is probably just personal, but don't worry about rashes. Oh, okay. See, I worry the most about rashes next
0: to bleeding lumps. <laughs> of
2: I know. I, yeah. I mean, no. occasionally a rash comes up. Like I know when I'm working in the garden, there are certain uh, certain plants that I am allergic to. I don't know what they are, but every once in a while i have a little rash. But after my son had the serious reaction to the sesame seeds, like I, I get pretty nervous about rashes now. So that's yeah. what it says. Like, oh, well, if it's a generic rash, well, you don't really know that. <laughs>
1: Right. I it mean,
2: could... your body is telling you
0: something by rashing up, right? Isn't it? I mean, it's it's. I mean, if you don't normally get rashes and then you get a rash, I think that's something to worry about.
2: So that's what I mean. The the article goes on to say it could be the start of a life threatening allergic reaction. Well, okay, now we're worried. <laughs> oh, All right. And, uh, fortunately the author goes on to say the author who, uh, you know, she went to the new, she went to the Harvard medical school. So I don't know, maybe she's less worried than the rest of us. This list is by no means complete. Okay. <laughs> or helpful, frankly, Dr. Elizabeth Rosenthal, not complete or helpful. <laughs> so I don't know. I was hoping to bring you, uh, some, some relief from your medical worries from scary things, but I'm only more scared than ever now, Joel.
0: Right, uh, Leon. I, I I agree. I mean, I I'm going to be doing a complete body scan as soon as this podcast is, <laughs> is <that> over. Right. <laughs> but, Leon, today something special for you. I have brought you something that I believe you don't know about, but it is a whole new category of things to worry about and to be afraid of. How about that? Oh, <laughs> oh, okay. excellent. Okay, so this past weekend, I was in the Northeast, I was in Massachusetts, I was with some friends. And, um, and one woman got a call from her husband, and with a report on fisher cats. Have you heard of fisher cats? no fisher cats fisher cats you have to look it up these are medium-sized mammals they're related to the weasel family okay so they they have giant teeth and big giant fangy teeth okay and they're medium-sized and fishers have few predators okay they're like so they're in the cat category but they're also we more they're cat think of a a really large cat, weasel thing. That's what a, that's what a fisher cat is. Okay, and they were trapped there for since the nineteen, uh, since the seventeen hundreds. You know, people wore their fur pelts, uh, but not so much anymore. And they don't have very many predators, um, and they feed on a wide variety of small animals. So there are now lots of incidences of fisher cats. Feeding on dogs, on cats, and in one in one case in Rhode Island, a six-year-old boy was attacked. Oh my by gosh! By cats. Yes, there was a story. I, I did some research on it. That there were there was a fisher cat killing spree in the Berkshires land <laughs> in 2011, where a pack of these fisher cats attacked dogs, cats, bears, and they were attacking in parks. So they are really. Um, you know they are, but they're only right now in the Northeast. Um, but I want to. I want to play something for you. Can you hear that noise? I don't the know sound if this that you're hearing. The screaming.
1: This is the sound of the Fisher Cats. Oh
2: my gosh!
1: Behind my house.
2: <laughs> Julie, first of all, bravo for use of outside audio. You have you- broken through a technical barrier. You said- Awful sound. That's a Fisher Cat. Holy cow. Sounds like someone being murdered. See,
0: this is how they do. They sound like they sound like it's like it's being murdered, and they lure you out into
2: the forest and then they attack you, (laughs) Leon. Fisher cats. Okay, that's a good Halloween costume. The Fisher Cat Witch. (laughs) Oh, that sounds creepy. I had never heard of it but they're mainly in
0: Canada and according to some reports they're only in Rhode
2: Island which is impossible can i just say that
0: that's it's a tiny
2: state and it would hard to be believed that they could be contained in Rhode Island
0: they, that's that's right. And and because the Berkshires are in Massachusetts in that one report. So obviously they've come over to Massachusetts. They've probably gone north into Vermont, New Hampshire, and certainly they're coming south into Connecticut, New York. They are coming to you, Lynn. And I, I think you're the Fisher cats that are gonna be attacking you in Pasadena, they're gonna be swooping down from the western coast of Canada. Okay. But I had never heard of these animals, but I was with a lot of people from the Northeast and they're like, yeah, fisher cats are a real problem. So why
2: did your husband, why did the, your friend's husband call? Were they under
0: attack? It was another report of a fisher cat attack in Rhode Island. Oh my yes.
2: gosh. <laughs> Just add it to the list. Really? Lumps, bleeding, <laughs> fisher cats.
0: <laughs> okay well the, now uh, just be careful when you go out and when you hear that screaming now that you know what the sound well of,
2: that is a scary sound I, i'm thinking that would be good to play on halloween night but uh that is a very sc- scary <laughs> scary sound all right fisher cats
0: add it to your list okay sister leanne it is time for my picks and pans of the week
2: There you go I, julie it's exciting
0: i want to start with my pick of the week which is a book called Sisterland, ri- written by Curtis Sittenfeld, and she is the New York Times bestselling author of, either, of Prep and The American Wife. Yes. Now, I didn't enjoy The American Wife because, of course, I think it was a thinly veiled story about uh, Mrs. Laura Bush, and you know how, I, how strongly I feel about the First Ladies and always protecting them. So that book was out. But this book, her book <laughs> Sisterland, which is her third land, is the story of two sisters how about that and they share this sort of very special bond together of that they have the ability to of, uh, to see premoni- they have premonitions about things and the story is just so well done uh, about the two sisters you love the relationship all the way through and then sadly the end of the book it all falls apart but if you don't read the end of the book i this is my my, in fact, okay. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you where, where to stop reading. <laughs> okay.
2: Which, you, you know, know, Julie, I read the book. We've talked we've talked to Curtis Sittenfeld a couple of times on Satellite Sisters. Yes, we had yes. the pleasure to interview her. She is an accomplished writer. And I would agree like 98% of the book was really interesting. <laughs> and then the last 2%, mm, not so much. Right, right. So I think if you stop at chapter eighteen,
0: you are going to just totally love this book. I mean, it's great because it's it is a great sister story. There is a great sort of underlying narrative that is propelling you forward. You know, there's a lot of excitement in the book, and
2: um, and I, you know, I just I recommend it. Except for, except for up to chapter eighteen.
1: That's yeah. I it. also
2: thought the term sisterland is just a great title and a great term and i just that's i I wish we had tm'd that that's all i can say about that like oh sisterland why didn't we trademark that yeah that is good okay now my pan for the week
0: um is the movie the fifth estate which you know is the uh, it's kind of a biopic about julian assange and you know he is the arrogant um I think I think it's fair to say sexual predator because he's um, he's living in exile in the in the um, in the Ecuador, Ecuador ministry in London. OK, he can't go back because there, you know, there are claims that he was involved in some kind of it's not really a sexual assault. Well, I guess sexual assault is um, is the charge against him. And um, I'm very happy to hear it, it had the worst opening of the year for the motion picture. Okay, worse, I mean, I think this guy is, you know, he published the Wiki, WikiLeaks. Right. And, and this, you know, that by putting out some of the U.S. state secrets, um, this really jeopardized people's lives. People, people, you know, their whole covers were compromised. People were put in danger. We don't, I, you know, I don't think we fully know whether people were actually killed as a result of having this information disclosed. But I mean, this guy is no hero, and he doesn't deserve a hero's movie, and uh, you don't and uh, you shouldn't go to the movie, which I haven't and <laughs> Of course okay. so you're now just panning things you haven't seen. Uh, it's a specialty i I don't see many film critics doing this, you know, <laughs> and that actually just no. making their judgment about a movie uh, before they've actually seen the movie. So I think that oh, that God. is my pan for the week. That would be the stay away from the fifth estate. I mean, really, would you
2: want to go see that movie? Like, you know, no. the previews made it look like an interesting political thriller. Yeah. So, uh, and it does have a good cast. But on the other hand, I'm kind of with you. Like, I don't necessarily think that he's a hero, but I, unlike you, don't like to pan things I haven't seen. <laughs> I'm not so comfortable with that. I feel like that's a personal choice. and But, you know, Julie, this is your segment, picks and pans, do whatever you want. Okay. That's, that is my pan for the week. It just, I was delighted to see it was doing so poorly. Okay. Excellent. You know, have you and your husband seen Rush? No. Did you go see the Formula One movie by Ron Howard? It's really fantastic. Uh, So that I would say, and I know your husband's a Formula One fan. It's probably still in a few theaters. It's an unbelievable movie. Beautifully technically made. So I think that's more, if you're looking to go to a movie this week, I would recommend Rush. I know I'm married to a Formula One fanatic, so it was natural for us. But technically, it's just a beautiful movie to watch and a really great story. You can't believe it's a real story of these two Formula One drivers. It just has all these great Hollywood elements that you can't believe actually happened, but they did. So instead of going to the Fifth Estate, I suggest you go see Rush. Okay, Lillian, that's a good recommendation. Okay, but I go now because it'll be out of theater soon. So, um, right, wrapping up the show, Julie, something happened to me last week that doesn't often happen. Uh, The doorbell rang and there was a a coffee machine at my front door. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Or how? I know I got an email message from the Keurig people. And, you know, they make those pod coffee machines, those individual cups, and you're starting to see them pop up everywhere and For the last couple of years. And I guess in a giant social media campaign, they decided to reach out to a few people in certain cities. They gave away 15,000 coffee makers last week. And I was one of the people they chose to receive the coffee makers. And I think, you know, I'm hugely influential, Jewel. I didn't know if, I don't know if you knew that.
0: (laughs) i i feel that way about you all the time <laughs> yeah. you're not highly successful but you might be influential yes
2: yeah. okay. i have a very good clout score that's all I, and that's meaningless so uh I, you know i guess because i blog and i tweet and i facebook and things like that they they sent me a nice email like we'd like to send you a gift and i thought they were maybe going to send me coffee so i said sure great send a gift and uh, so I got the free Keurig machine last week and, uh, you know, I'm a coffee achiever. I make a nice pot of coffee but at my can. house. I
0: have bold coffee, Leanne. I enjoy it. Yes.
2: And, uh, I'm never going to give up my regular coffee maker to just do the one-off cups of coffee. It's, it, it, you know, it's packaging and things like that, but I have to say we have enjoyed having the Keurig around. Like I do like it for a spot of tea in the afternoon or the boys like cocoa in the morning and you can make hot chocolate with it. And there are some, you know, some hot apple cider. There there are some circumstances where we have really enjoyed having the Corrig around. We had to, of course, find the Corrig its own place. It takes up a little bit of room. but It sounds like an animal or something. We enjoy having the Corrig yeah, around. It, it is a friendly little fun thing to have. So I think if you're a person that doesn't drink a lot of coffee or has one cup or maybe you don't drink coffee but you have house guests or it's it's a nice little machine to have around. And the only the reason I mention it, because I don't have to. They they said we just wanted to send you this. There are no strings attached. You don't have to talk about it or tweet about it, but if you do, um but included in the Corrig machine was a bunch of fifty percent off coupons, Jewel. So I don't- I, I would like if people are interested in you've been thinking about a KORIG and you want to order one online from Corrig com. I can provide you with a code for fifty percent off. So here's oh. how it has to work, so it's not like a debacle. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm happy to do this, but I want to make it organized. And it's, uh, I think I have about, I think I have about fifty codes that I can give out. So if you email me Leon at ChaosChronicles dot lean at chaos dot Uh, and in the subject line, you write Corrig code. I will send you back a code. Okay. And just the first 50 people that email me will get the codes and that's, and then you get 50% off your Corrig machine. Okay. I wanted to pass that along.
0: Well, Lane, that's awesome. Uh, that's
2: that's yeah. a nice little gift. Okay. Yeah. 50% good. is a good discount. If you were thinking about buying it for someone for Christmas or something, it's kind of a nice little house gift or whatever. Again, it's good for people who don't drink a lot, but I was worried. Like here's here, why well, I wasn't worried, Julie. It's, <laughs> it's not the same level <laughs> you of worry to worry about. You have to worry about those lumps and, I know. <laughs> I know. and ashes. Okay. I was suspicious that if you say made a cup of coffee, took it out, put in a pod for hot chocolate, took it out, put in a pod for green tea, that what you'd get by the time you got to the green tea was like a yucky mess. But no, it's a, you get coffee that tastes like coffee, you get hot chocolate that tastes like hot chocolate, and green tea that tastes like green tea. So I'm happy to report that. So uh, so that's the deal. So go ahead, lean at chaoschronicles.com and put in like code in the subject line or code and I will send you back a code. All right, Lee, and that's a great little gift. Giveaways, giveaways here on Satellite Sisters. You never know. I know. I wish I was better at mailing things because I do more giveaways. <laughs> so, <laughs> darn it. Someday. 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 All right. We are the Satellite Sisters. As always, fun to talk to you, Jewel. Uh, have a good week. you have any big plans for the rest of the week? Yes, Lynn.
0: I, I'm going to be in charge of babysitting the, the grandchildren. Alice and Benjamin are coming to my house for the weekend. And so. Oh, wow. From- oh, yeah. We got a big weekend. We got a big weekend together and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. So that um that's, you know, there's some preparations, some cooking going on. I want to have some fun things to do uh so it's going to be a good time at
2: nana's house this weekend pumpkin patching any pumpkin patches in your future uh, yes
0: yes we are I, we're going to head to the dallas arboretum um they have a fantastic new children's center their uh, children's activity center there that i think if we make an early run have run on it on sunday we're going to be we're going to be in good shape yeah
2: Fantastic. Okay, that sounds great. Oh, that sounds fun, Nana. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm just here. I'm working. I'm writing. Doing some speeches. I got another lunch to go to today. I got a lunch oh. on Friday. Got a lot of lunches. It's, it's a specialty, Lynn. Okay. It is. It, it, there, people, uh, ladies of a certain age have a lot of time to have lunch. That's what I. Lunch is a nice,
0: it's a nice occasion, Liam.
2: Don't knock it. I'm not knocking it. I just, I don't usually have lunch. So having so many lunches is, uh, is unusual for me. So I'm looking forward to more, more lunches this week. All right. We are the Satellite Sisters. Don't forget. Call your satellite sister. I'm Leanne Dolan of the Satellite Sisters, and I wanted to let you know about an online skin savvy resource for all your beauty product needs NaturalSkinshop.com. I discovered NaturalSkinshop.com a couple of years ago when I was looking for a simple, straightforward, but high quality skincare regime for a busy, chaotic mom. I needed something I could use every day that would really work. NaturalSkinshop.com has medical grade quality products. They are all cruelty-free, and they have fantastic customer service so you can get the products that work for you. My beauty expert, Ginger, set me up with a great cleanser, toner, moisturizer, daily glycolic, and a couple of extras that really make my skin glow. Seriously, my skin has never looked better. So I wanted to pass along the word about Naturalskinshop.com. Get your skin in great shape for the winter season and beyond. Visit Naturalskinshop.com today.